Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Caroline Slater. And I'm her brother, Sean. Today we are doing Minute 12. It starts with Miles and his Uncle Aaron entering a restricted area and ends with a spider glitching. What did you title this minute? I titled this minute, Art Project! Exclamation point. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, his art teacher told him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> when they they walk up to the um when they're walking up to the sorry, when they're first walking up to the fence that they end up climbing, um as Miles is panning the flashlight back and forth, you catch a glimpse of the Alchemex logo on um yeah, the, on the top gate. of the fence. Yeah, on top of the gate. I noticed that. I noticed that too. I also like how Aaron gets over the gate very easily. It sort of is a bit more of a tie-in, how we talked about in an earlier minute, how in his apartment he has punching bag, um, his shirt had, what was it called again? The the Mai Tai Club. Brooklyn Mai, Mai Tai, tai Club. Club. So like it shows that he's like, he's he's physically active. And then Miles tries to be all cool and does it and is just like, like barely gets on the, the edge of the frame and really struggles to get over the uh it's a it's a muay thai. uh sorry it, it's muay thai not my thai muay thai oh yeah, yeah. my thai is a drink yeah muay, muay thai um um go ahead yeah i was just gonna say i i find miles struggle over the gate very funny yeah, I think that's one of my favorite visual gags is just the way that um, like it looks like he's going to jump up really high and then just in the bottom of the frame, <laughs> he just like, ah! <laughs> 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 um, it's like, I feel like I've seen something similar in like a vine or something where like a kid goes to do jump and you expect them to go really far, but they just. Yeah, or like all the cat videos where the cat's gonna jump like across a gap and yeah, slip so and just don't. Down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think my favorite part of the gag is actually after he falls off at the end, he like quickly scrambles up and just goes, "What's up, Do his uncle?" Yeah, and um, I-, I like how his uncle's just like looking away, whistling, like pretending he didn't see it. Um, and there was a really cool visual thing that they do here and it's when um when his uncle laughs they draw like the sound lines coming out of his mouth i noticed Um, that too i love that that. like comic book you know artistry feel of um of him uh, or, or of the movie i love that there's a few in this in this minute like at 26 this this actually reminded me a lot of the comic when aaron turns on the light and they're, we see their silhouettes. Most of this movie looks very three-dimensional. Yeah. Um, this is some, Their silhouettes look very two-dimensional to me. Which yeah. Which I thought was very cool. It looked like something you would see in a comic. That backlit and just how they're completely black. You don't see any of, like, shading that you would do if you wanted to make it three-dimensional. It's like, no, they're just black silhouettes. Yeah, it, it's a cool, like... Black silhouettes. Miles is centered on the um, on that um, archway, like he's centered in the archways mm-hmm. as he's you know entering into a new 
into something new and clean. Yeah, and um, there's two things I really like about... Let's just talk quickly about the setting. Um, first off, there are... For those who don't get it, yes, the subway system is actually underground in New York for a lot of the boroughs and a lot I mean, of the city. That's why it's called a subway. <laughs> there's this idea of there being like closed off sections of these tunnels or these subways is not something they just created for the movie or anything or they do for like new york movies it's an actual thing there's all sorts of tunnels under the city that just don't get used anymore either there's been damage to them there's just really no point in having them anymore. Like, there's been another subway that's more effective. So there's all these old abandoned ways underneath the city. So seeing these archways, I thought it was a very cool thing to see because it is awesome. And graffiti artists do go down there and graffiti up the walls. One of my favorite things to do when on the subway is to try to catch the graffiti on the walls while we were passing these tunnels. Yeah, and um, I liked when he when miles enters the room and he yells brooklyn and it like does that little echo it's it's that same scene yeah. or they, they use that voiceover bit in the trailer um and so it's neat to be like oh this this is where like they actually got that from because it works pretty well like you don't necessarily realize it's a voiceover in the trailer so here it's like oh that that didn't go with that then um and yeah it was neat to see like oh when you first see it it looks all clean and pristine but then like as he's walking around you're like oh there's a lot of art that's been done on the walls Mm -hmm. around it and here's this freshly painted um wall that will be able to do the do the art on and one of the things that Uncle Aaron says is, you know, there's a lot of history on these walls, which... I, I wrote that line down, too. I really like that. Yeah, which makes you think, um, you know, per, or made me think perhaps um, him and Jeffrey, uh, Jeff came down here when they were younger. And, you know, maybe you might be able to see some of their uh, tags still on the wall. Maybe. I, I think it's also a bit of a layered line where i do think it could be referencing that but it could also just be sort of referencing like i said earlier there's tunnels all over the city that don't get used anymore there is a lot of history in those walls in general especially new york being how old the city is um and even as you know street i'm just gonna call them street artists even though it's graffiti um them being street artists too like seeing the art on the walls there's also a history in that of people sneaking underground to work on their art yeah i i also that the first like i I was shocked where he pulled out that boombox from at first because i didn't catch it (laughs) um it was just like oh suddenly he has a boombox um but suddenly boombox yeah from that overhead shot you see him reach behind one of the other um benches and that's where mm-hmm. he pulls out the um the one bag with the spray paint in it and you can see the boom box hiding behind it there um so this is clearly you know a spot that he freak he f- 
frequence often enough that he's you know comfortable just leaving stuff there um mm-hmm. or it's you know like a community or bag it's the community yeah like yeah. it's the community boombox and spray paint um and just you know make sure when one runs out you replace it um which mm. you know it could very well be they leave they leave like grocery lists like running out of pink spray yeah. paint <laughs> so like whoever is like okay okay we gotta, I, I, I gotta spring pink spray paint next next time i go down there um something else that we notice in that overhead shot is we get a visit from our spider friend for a minute too <laughs> this is the first appearance we get of that spider from peter's montage since peter's montage like it, he's kind of just disappeared until yeah. we see the spider like starting to show up yeah and it's also the first time that um we see that glitching effect from the um the logos from the opening yeah. credits as well yeah from the logos um yeah, I love how the the spider is like a Spider-Man spider with the tips, you know, the tip of its legs being blue and its uh, mandibles being blue, like this really light blue. And then like the upper part of its legs are red um, and it's got the same, you know, color scheme as uh, Spider-Man does. But what I really want to know is how is Alchemax able to tattoo the Alchemax and 42 on its back? Like that spider is pretty small. They need a really fine. They know some you know, great tattoo artists. Pencil, <laughs> yeah. And they have some very heavy sedatives for spiders. <laughs> that is a good question. I never really like thought of that. I don't know. I guess my mind just kind of like, it's an artificially made spider or something like that. And like the, the glitching effect is neat too, because there's, there's a couple times where it just blinks out of existence. Mm-hmm. And what I want to know is like, when it's doing that, is it blinking into like existence on another, like in another universe um, hmm. or, you know, another earth where it's trying to like, like, are we seeing like, oh, there's a spider just like popped in and popped out really quick. Um, <laughs> I saw a spider. On, where? You know, one of the other oh, ones. Never mind. It's not there. Oh, it disappeared. <laughs> I guess I just saw things. Yeah. When you trip over nothing, you're actually just tripping over glitching spiders. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what did I just trip over? Oh, you know, glitching spiders. <laughs> um, I don't really have too much on the spider, just because... Yeah, we don't see it for no, too it's, long. No, it's the... like, it shows up near the end. I do want to talk about the beginning of... There's a few things I want to talk about. So, uh, okay, so after we see the spider, it jumps back down to Aaron and Miles. And first off, we see the comic effect again when Aaron tosses miles the paint both when he catches it and i think when he knocks the cap off of the paint the spray cans you get those lines again yeah the the moving lines which i feel like correct me if i'm wrong but they really only appear when miles seems to be like relaxed at, at least at the moment um i i don't think so because they happen on just like a bunch of different like we haven't really seen a whole lot of instances where they would come into effect yet i guess you're right yeah and then we see him starting to um spray paint out the background there's two lines here that i really want to point out because i think it's showing sort of like what we touched upon last episode with aaron 
being very supportive of Miles and also sort of shows a little different dynamic of Aaron and uh, Miles's dad with Miles where I don't want to use the word controlling where Miles's dad seems he's not controlling but he's strict so he's kind of like look I'm trying to help you do what's best for you you're going to this school you're you're gonna be a good student like that's how I raised you it's almost sort of like again how we've talked about like this idea of choice that Miles has no choice it's not this uh, during this time it's not this idea of choice that Aaron gives him but he allows Miles to be in control he doesn't go up and start trying to help Miles do anything he just sits down um first thing he says is now you're on your own miles so like there aaron's just kind of like you got this you're doing this and then he gives one piece of advice in the beginning just like whoa slow down a little and then we don't see that because it goes it's better but you hear that's better yeah so he's giving advice from the sideline but he's not trying to be like no you're doing it wrong here let me show you he's like slow down okay you got it yeah, I, I agree. I think it's two different kind of like, you know, teaching styles and yeah. you know, encouragement styles of just. Yeah, and also this whole sequence, really just seeing him paint too, reminds me quite a bit of like seeing the sequence where Miles is tagging the streets with the stickers. Yeah. In the sense that the shots are fluid, but there are also a lot of close ups. Like, they don't focus on really. Miles's face, but they focus on like what he's doing. So like him spray painting the wall, like very similar to how he would jump up and hit the sign and there's a sticker now. So one last detail before we move on to that I just thought was kind of sweet and you can see how much Miles's uncle means to him is they wear their jackets the exact same way. It's the first layer is a hoodie left unzipped, and then on top of it, they have some sort of heavier jacket. It looks like it's a leather jacket for Aaron and almost like a army flight. I forget what that style is called. A bomber-style bomber jacket. jacket for Miles, yeah. Like a bomber jacket for Miles. And they have the hood on the outside. It's the exact same. They wear their jackets the exact same way. It's not just the jackets, too. You can notice, like, they, you know, they both have the pants that come up or that end, mm. like, you know, slightly above the, or you know up their shins um it doesn't cover their shoes and um they they miles pretty much dresses like his uncle does yeah you can see that his uncle has had quite an influence on his life yeah and then when we uh when his uncle sits down and he starts playing the music what first of all i love how it's a tape still <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> throwback <laughs> yeah how it's it's a tape in a in the oh. boom box um and we hear a mega mix um and the the song that was produced the song was produced by cool kojak um who's the stage name for uh alan grigg mm-hmm. and he he's um produced songs for um, Flow Rider, Nicki Minaj, Kesha, um, and a bunch of other really famous artists, as well as doing um, some of the songs in the Lego Movie 2, Teen Titans Go, even did stuff for the Lorax. 
he's done a lot of production work um, for a bunch of different artists. I do really like the remix. It's a good remix. Yeah, and it, it hasn't been, like, an official version of it hasn't been released yet. I did find a fan remix of it, uh, or mega mix of it, but mm-hmm. um, the, the two songs that you can clearly hear um, in the part that's playing is... Um, is Apache by the incredible uh, Bongo Band and The Choice Is Yours by Black Sheep. Um, There was an interview I read where he also said that uh, Run DMC and Jungle Brothers is in it as well, uh, but I wasn't able to pick out those parts or which specific songs. I wonder if we'll be able to hear it in the next minute because I know it continues playing for a while in the scene. Oh, possibly. Yeah, because the beginning is very clearly Apache. That was the one yeah. I'm trying to, because that's the one I recognize the most. I'm like, oh hey, I know this song. Yeah. Uh, so I, but it cuts off relatively early in the remix. So I wonder if it'll con- like, because I know it continues for the rest of the scene. So I wonder if we'll be able to hear the other songs, uh, later, in the, uh, in in the later minutes. I do want an official release of this remix because it is a banging remix. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for this minute? No, that's all I have for this minute. That's all I have for this minute as well. So I guess we shall end it here. Thank you all for listening. Before we go, I would like to plug our things. Uh, We have a Twitter at at SpiderverseMin, M-I-N. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at SpiderverseMinute. Yeah, and if you want to shoot us an email, feel free to at podcast at spiderverseminute.com. We're, uh, you know, always open to hear your feedback, comments, and questions, and concerns. Thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.